welcome to episode eight of Rounding the Bases. I'm Robert Askew. Yes, you are. And I'm Matthew Sizemore. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Oh, not too bad. You know, just uh, still live, uh, which is always healthy, I hear. I uh, just had a, a visit from my my parents, which was great to see uh, the little one for the first time and had uh, just great time. I, I mean, I haven't seen my parents or and my little brother who visited, by the way, in just like many of us in well over a year now. So yeah, uh, getting getting to see that that family just great time, great time. I know I haven't seen my mom in like two years. Oh, probably. Geez. Like I, I was planning on uh, visiting her last year, but yeah, when the pandemic hit, that that got canceled. So, uh, but she did tell me that she's going to come up to uh, Portland in September, I think. So oh, good. She down yeah. in Southern California. Uh, she now lives in San Luis Obispo. Ooh, yeah. beautiful! Love that place. Yeah, uh, Paso Robles to Ooh. be specific. Yes, wine country. Yeah, past those Robles. Yeah, is that what that says? That I don't know. No. What is no. what is the what is the English English translation of Paso Robles? I think it's um the rocks. Is Robles? I don't even know what Robles is. <laughs> I think it's uh, I think it's rup- rupees. No, I don't know what uh, it is. Oh, uh, no. see, I was trying to go with uh, a Russian. Theme. Our, it doesn't make any sense. It would be great if our producer Cruz was here. Maybe he could yeah. help us. Maybe he can help us with that. Does he speak Spanish? No. No, not at all. In fact, I I probably speak more than him, I believe. No, um, no, no I, I've been to his, his family's house many times. There's no Spanish going on there at all. Mm. Um, yeah, so it happens. Just an imposter last name. Yeah. Well, uh, today's show, we are going to uh, talk about uh, the playoffs, specifically the playing game. We're going to talk about whether or not it was a success or not. And then we're also going to dive into favorite television shows that we're watching. And then we're going to talk about some comedy shows as well. Uh, but first, I wanted to start off. I had something really interesting happen to me this week. Um, and I need your advice on what to do. Ooh, so I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. So the story might take a minute, but... Um, so at my old restaurant job that I used to work at, we had this regular that came in. Um, he is this big former army vet, um, very talkative, very loud, um, very obnoxious, but he's a really nice guy. Um, <laughs> I know all those things. Don't make he sense. sounds great, but he, but he, you know, if you hang out with them, you'd realize like, oh, this is like this guy's actually like a sweetheart. Like, you know, this guy would have your back in a fight. Yeah. Like this is a kind of guy like you just got to roll with the punches with his personality. But he's a great guy. Okay. Always comes in with his wife. Um, so anyway, my previous restaurant shut down, of course. So about two months ago when I was working a shift, I texted him. I said, hey, why don't you come out to the new spot that I work at? Uh, me and a friend of mine are working that he knows. And so we did and everything was fine then. Um, and then, okay. So he, so <laughs> he com- was fine then, but this guy came to a restaurant. Okay. Yeah, it was fine. He's same old, same old, same guy that I remember. And then, uh, he showed up to my job on Thursday and I was very surprised to see him, but everything was good. And one of the servers was dropping off food 
to the table right next to him, heard his voice and immediately recognized him. And then she comes up to me and she says, hey, what's that guy's name? And I explained his name. I don't want to say his name uh, on the podcast sure. in case, because. You can make something up. You'll see Hercules. why. Oh. Um, yeah. But, and so I tell her her name and she's just like, oh, oh my God. Like, I just got chills. I, I need to get out of here. Like, I, like, that guy is a scary dude. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? He's like, he used to come into our old restaurant all the time until he got arrested. And I'm uh, just like, what? And you're confusing. Like, you're not thinking of the right guy. This guy, he works for the Portland Fire Department. There's no way he's been arrested because he wouldn't have that job if he was arrested. And they're like, no, like, Robbie, he's a really bad dude. Oh, no. um, he's uh, he, everything he's told you is a lie. Cause he told us the exact same lies. And so I'm just like, I'm going throughout my shift and I'm thinking, no, there's, there's no truth to this. They're, they're confusing him with someone else. Well, you're, at the you're end currently of, serving this dude, like at the time I'm currently serving him, but by the time, so he leaves, I'm not thinking really much of it oh, at that okay. point, just a case of mistaken identity. Okay. Um, so my coworker finally Shows me her phone, shows me the article in which uh, is a story that he was arrested. And it says, man posing as U.S. Marshal, oh, no. former Army vet, oh, no. um, is arrested. <laughs> and basically in the story, it's basically telling all the lies that he's told, which is, are the same lies that he's oh. been telling me for the last four years. Oh, no. And it's such a tricky situation because I don't know what to do because he's like, I mean, he's a big dude. I mean, he's kind of scary, dude. I, he always talks about, you know, hunting. So I, I believe he has guns and stuff. So it's not like something I want to be like, Hey man, you lied to me. I don't ever yeah. want to see your face again. And it's just like, because I don't know. Cool. Cause now, now I think of him as like, this guy is a dangerous dude and his name has changed. It's not the name that I know him as is a fake name. Okay. What did I did I miss what exactly he was arrested for? I mean, if he's uh, just making it, stuff up, unless it's identity theft, I don't know. I guess impersonating a federal officer is what oh. he was arrested for. So I guess going around telling people that you're a federal officer uh, is a crime. Okay. Oh, my God. Th those stories about. And then Just, he also had warrants uh, for him in like Aurora, uh, Colorado for like uh, sexual assault. Oh, my God. OK, yeah. so that. Oh, geez. Now it's getting. Wow. Yeah. No, no. It's like it's dark. Yeah. Uh, those those stories. And that and that makes this thought even worse. Uh, those those stories. And I've heard plenty of people getting pulled over by what they think are police officers only to have them have, you know, be in, just be impersonating. And then things can get out of control easily. And you mentioned, oh, my God, you mentioned sexual assault. Jeez, this yeah. guy. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Well, how? Okay. How is everyone? <laughs> Jeez. What We're a start. I mean, I, I've been sending uh, the messages to everybody that I know that knows him and everybody is shocked by it. Yeah. Um, and it's just crazy because everything we know about him is a lie. I mean, we thought like he was this 
army vet turns out not true at all i mean he constantly is talking about like stories of like when he was on iraq uh about like times he like killed people and shit when he was over there and and it's just a family trip but like i said he has his wife that he always comes in with and she goes along with all these lies that's her, his, that's are, his, like her, really weird thing are her eyes like constantly super wide open with the biggest fakest smile you've ever seen help no, me i i don't know i mean she just acts completely normal to everything no i mean oh. they've they've been together because they do have uh, children. They have um, teenage children. And he was arrested in 2012 for this. So have you seen these kids? I, to be honest, no, I haven't. Nah. So I don't even know if the kids are real. There's no kids. It's, it's possible. Nope. They're, they're squirrels. And it's nuts. I've, like, I've gone out. Like I remember during the COVID, I remember... Um, I went out to uh, a bar when things were starting to open, open back up, and I invited them out. They came out and hang oh on, hung out with us. Yeah, like I like I had a a pretty close relationship, like to what I thought were friends, and they're just complete imposters. Do you have identity theft protection by chance? I don't. Okay, <laughs> but you might want to do some digging into yourself. Make sure everything's looking good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very, it's very scary and very, uh, very gross. Yeah. Just you having... also want to, uh, next time you're about to shower, look down, see if you have any incisions near your liver area or anything, depending on how that night went. Yeah. Ugh. Jeez. I mean, I, I remember going out like some nights with him where we would meet an army veteran, um, and he would just get along with them like famously. So it was just something I would never question. Like, I just completely believed all of his stories. Well, I think the average person just just go, I mean, thinks, like, why would this person make up this entire thing about themselves? Like, for what what purpose? Like, uh, all, all, if, all he got out of you, I assume, is just, you know, a form of friendship. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was trying to get money out of you or anything, right? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, like I've so, never, yeah, I've never paid. Like I mean, probably bought a round, but he's like bought rounds for me and stuff like that. Like nothing, mm-hmm. nothing serious. Yeah, well, I mean, you'd have no reason to to think he's lying about all this, so doesn't make sense. But I don't know. Watch your six, as as he would, uh, as he would probably say. <laughs> and he doesn't know that I know, and that like all of our other friends now know. So. It's going to be interesting. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't think he knows I have a podcast. Hopefully he doesn't. Okay, cool. Hopefully he doesn't Google me and find a link to this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're changing it to Rounding the Sopranos. (laughs) (laughs) Bases have been rounded. With not Robbie and not Matt Sizemore. Yay, thanks for saying only my last name. (laughs) Sorry. Jeez, he's coming you. after you now. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so, yeah. how so are other was... things going? <laughs> things are good. Good. Oh, I'm uh, Anything? Any uh, imposters come into your life this week? No. Um. No, I don't think so. I had a wonderful time with my family, and everything was good. Jeez. So you think you're they're your family? I do. It could have been anyone. 
<laughs> Could be. All right. Well, enough about my life coming yeah. to an end soon. Right. Uh, let's talk about the NBA playoffs. Let's not talk about today's game because Ugh. it was awful. Uh, today was game one of the NBA finals, Lakers versus Phoenix versus and Lakers. NBA playoffs. That is, we're not, oh, in the yeah, finals we're not yet. finals. That's all right. Uh, yeah. Lakers played the Phoenix suns and it was a terrible game. Lakers had no offense whatsoever. And it was probably the worst their defenses looked. I mean, they still only gave up 99 points, but only scored 90. Yeah. And I, was, I was just reading too, that, uh, Lakers finally in first time in whatever, however many years, uh, were, have the number one ranked defense too. Yeah. And they certainly didn't look like that. With freaking Devin Booker, good lord! Yeah. I, I, I mean, I know that guy's good, but um, I, obviously, I don't watch him very often. But then watching him today, geez, that guy's a baller. And then just, Chris Paul pulls off a Paul Pierce, where you think he's done for the rest of the year, and then he comes back. Oh, that's <sighs> right. Yeah, walks to the locker room. I'm dead, man. Yeah, you feel like you feel bad. It's like, oh man, I don't want us to win the series like this. Oh, and then he like shows up State Farm commercials. Yeah, and then he shows up the next quarter. It's like, oh, you're fine. I mean, he wasn't fine. He was clearly affected. He was turning the ball over like crazy, but still. Uh, but I, I more wanted to talk uh, specifically about the play-in game, and sure. I wanted to know: Did you think the play-in games were a success? Um. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously they did what they were there to do, but um, <laughs> it worked out according to their plan, I guess. <laughs> the games um, went on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things were achieved. Um, yes. I'll go with yes because, well, yes and no. I'll go with yes because uh, I, I think a lot of people start tuning into uh, teams other than their own favorite teams as soon as the playoffs hit. And with such implications like a one-and-done game, you're going to get people tuning in to watch games that they may not watch. Um, I, I bet you a lot of people watched. I mean, yeah, there's already people that are going to watch teams like the Lakers, uh, even teams like Golden State, Golden State yeah. um, just simply because of the Steph Curry factor. Um, and I bet this was a highly watched game. Uh, and then, And then after that... Uh, I know that there were a lot of people who probably didn't watch the 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 next night when Golden State was eliminated by uh, who was it uh, Memphis. Memphis was it Memphis yeah Memphis mm -hmm. uh, I didn't watch that but I was incredibly sad to see that that the Warriors were eliminated because after watching the second half of the or some of the, some of the second half of the NBA season and to see what Steph Curry was doing I wanted to watch him play up until they met the Lakers again, uh, hopefully for a, you know, a, a late round playoff series there, just because Steph has been so freaking magical and everything yeah. he's been doing. And for them to just get eliminated like that, it sucks. But at the same time, you give, you give a bunch of teams a chance who uh, wouldn't have made it otherwise. So, so I, I mean, it sucks to have that one and done factor when you hit the playoffs to know that one basketball game, yeah, is going to decide everything. Just kind of, kind of like it's it's second, of course, to to wild card games in baseball. 
when you play 162 freaking yeah. games and then yeah. one game decides it all. It's, you know, it's kind of the same thing with basketball, but at the same time, it's it, what, what does basketball have? Like 70, 70 ish games, 60 ish, something like that. Uh, normally 82. This year we oh, had, yeah. uh, this year we had 72 just because of a shortened season. Sure. So I, I think it, I think it worked. I wasn't unhappy with it. What about you? <sighs> I just don't think it worked because when you think about like the last, even the last day of the regular season, there was so much seating implications on who was going to win anyway. So I just kind of didn't quite see the point uh, of the play in tournament. And like you're mentioning golden state. I mean, I think that's a huge loss to lose a a giant market like the Bay area. Um, And now they, you know, they lost it to a team like in Memphis when, you know, they just didn't earn it. They just didn't earn it. I mean, Golden State played Memphis their last game of the season to secure that eight spot. That's right. Yeah, and yeah. then it, just, it doesn't matter. So it's just yeah. like, why does the end of the regular season matter? That's why I didn't like it. The East Coast games, uh, or not the East Coast, the uh, Eastern Conference games were all blowouts. None of them were interesting, uh, yeah. to say the least. And we don't have golden state playing Utah. Now, now we've got Memphis, Utah, and nobody's going to watch the number one team in the Western conference because they're playing Memphis. Those are two really small market teams. None of them with huge stars. I mean, very good NBA players, but none of them are, I don't think you know, a a person who kind of dives in and out of basketball knows who, you know, John Moran is or Donovan Mitchell. I don't think those are household names. Well, uh, I, I do think that uh, John Morant is almost there. Watching, yeah, that I think kid, he will be. Oh, jeez, yeah. he's something magical too. He's not obviously he's not up to Steph Curry status yet. Who, God, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even like fathom or explain how amazing he was to watch in that second half of the season. But uh, Jaw was doing some good, really good things too. Like I saw oh, some highlights. He's he's fun to watch as well but but people don't know him yet yeah they don't know him and he's great and in big games he comes up and he's fantastic he kind of reminds me of like a russell westbrook which kind of concerns me because i'm just worried that is he's just gonna jump and his knees are gonna explode (laughs) all over his teammates faces like gross i know that guy i mean he just the way he just like torques his body and goes to the rim is just so violent it scares the hell out of me yeah (laughs) well you know he doesn't have as much uh meat on him that westbrook does yeah he doesn't look like he's nearly as strong but yeah he still jumps off with such such horror (laughs) it's it's scary (laughs) well put (laughs) yeah it's scary watching him play so overall yeah i just i kind of just didn't see the point i i felt like we got you know, if they build it correctly, had they not had the play in tournament, they could have marketed the end of the season with all these seating complic um not complications, uh seating implications. Implications. There we go. One of those pications. Yeah, a pication. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it, it was know, a, a waste. And what okay. And uh, fair enough. I mean, I see your point. It's a good point. Uh in terms of in terms of the Lakers, in terms of uh this series over here. <sighs> What do you do? You, do you see the Lakers turning this around? How uh, do you know how many games are in this series? Is it five or seven? No, it's seven. It, it yeah, seven. it's normal. It's going to be seven. Um, I do think the Lakers will turn around because 
this happens with i mean we lost game one i remember last playoffs against the blazers we lost game one and then we lost game one of the houston series as well so they'll make adjustments i think they'll be fine anthony davis can't play worse than what he did today and lebron didn't and well (laughs) technically he could have another goddamn injury that that could happen um LeBron wasn't uh, very good, and they just didn't really get any help. They didn't have a, a third guy. I mean, they've never had a consistent third guy, but usually there's one guy that will just step up a night, yeah. whether that's going to be KCP, Schroeder, yeah. and that was nobody tonight. It was it was a mess. It really was. Yeah, I felt like it was bad LeBron and bad AD versus a very good son's team and you know and i hate to say it because uh you know the the experts analysts whatever they've been saying that everything is going to be dependent on lebron and ad this year Mm -hmm. um but it was supposed the problem is it was supposed to be less than uh the the team is supposed to be less or less less dependent on those two this year Based yeah, the on way, the upgrades they made. Yeah, as I said, the way this team was constructed during the offseason, you would you would have thought there would have been a lot more offense. I mean, we had yeah. we had no offense last year until I mean right. KCP stepped up huge in the finals last year. So that was a but consistent I, third score. Yeah. And I just feel like this this uh just watching that team today, uh, I just felt it, it was bad because I I don't remember I'm sure it happened, but I don't really remember the Lakers getting past or or ever being better than eight points down, if not more than that. I feel like they were constantly eight points down, 10 points down throughout the entire game. And I just, I felt as a fan, as a Lakers fan, I felt absolutely hopeless. Like there's nothing they can do right now. They're not stopping Devin. Devin Booker would just run around one guy, jump shot. Good. It was, it was, he just made it look so easy and it was, it was pretty to watch that kid, man. I really haven't seen him play much. And uh, again, he's, he's really good. And I don't know how you're going to stop him, but I hope Frank Vogel figures something out. Also, I think as long as LeBron and AD stay healthy, LeBron is going to be absolutely pissed. Turn it on next game. And, uh, I think I think good. I think AD will too. I mean this this happened like I said last season like where AD didn't show up for the first game and then has an incredible second game. I think that'll probably most likely be the case. I mean he was getting his ass kicked by DeAndre Ayton the entire yeah. night. I mean DeAndre Ayton's only third year in the league, nowhere near the caliber player Anthony Davis was and he just worked Davis yeah. all night. Yeah, good. I mean he's a good player already, but he physically He's he's really nothing compared to compared to AD. So he's just got to be running too much. Harold. I mean, I know Harold put up points tonight, but he's so undersized. It's like uh, I remember that last regular season game we had against the Suns, where it was no LeBron. We we saw a lot of um, Gasol. Yeah, we didn't see him at all today. Yeah, we we're not seeing him at all, and he's a playmaking big. Like I would like to see him out there because when LeBron is out, we just have no playmakers. Especially when Schroeder's off. If Schroeder can't score, we when LeBron's off the floor, it, we're screwed. Yeah, yeah. I next game is uh, what is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah, I, I think Tuesday. it would be Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
we'll, we'll we'll see what they do because right now it's uh it was hard to watch and my my hopes are down but uh, uh you know it go, going into this it's it, i mean this has been a season of injuries it's been a season of injuries i feel like they've never had aside from the beginning of the year really or like first quarter maybe second quarter of the season um i feel like they never just had a time where they were just steamrolling and yeah. they've they never got that consistent okay this is the team actually well they did have that this is the team to beat but i feel like it was way briefer than than in past times yeah. so Ugh! that's my noise to indicate i'm scary and it's frustrating i know that's all i got I'm going to have to make sure to take like three edibles before I watch Tuesday's game. So there's like a chill, happy person. I'm like, yeah, can't win them all. It's fine, man. AD's eyebrows jumping out of the TV. (laughs) Things way more important in life than basketball, man. (laughs) Ball of stress. Well, we can't even think about that anymore. Yeah. Uh, Well, when we're not watching basketball, we're watching other things on TV. You're accurate. Matt, what are you watching on TV? So I just finished, and I did it within two days because I couldn't stop watching. Have you seen one of the best shows that I've ever seen called Ted Lasso? I know of it. Um, But let me tell you something about me and TV. Okay, tell me everything. I don't watch any scripted television shows whatsoever right now <laughs> all reality in sports which is technically reality i watch most of my watching is sports uh youtube channels that i follow and what else was i gonna say oh and like murder documentary like series or like big documentary series okay so nothing scripted huh? and nova on pbs they have a great oh. they have a great special on the hindenburg it's very Ooh. boring but i liked it god that sounds just super enthralling it was. um okay so ted lasso um <clears throat> it's good that you at least heard of it mm-hmm. it is basically it's a story about a uh an ncaa division two football coach who wins a championship uh, you don't see any of that, though. You only know of it or hear of it. And he goes to England and is hired to be the head manager mm-hmm. of a Premier League soccer team. Yes. Well, this is based off the commercials. They used to do uh, commercials when they're promoting um, uh, soccer on NBC. Oh. So that so that was like that's what the the show came from was uh that was like a Jason Sudeikis character and then they decided to make a TV show out of that. Oh, I did not realize that or I don't remember that because I have no memory. See, I know more about the show you love and I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd love it. It's it it will it's one of those those rare shows that will legitimately give you every single emotion mm-hmm. throughout it. It's it's it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. That's, that's the one thing I've consistently heard is like, it's so funny, but it's like got a really good heart. It does. It's got a really good heart, man. Really good yeah. heart on NBC. Yeah. Keep those edibles ready. Um, <laughs> it's got a good heart, man. Um, it's it's the writing. It's some of the best writing I've ever come across in in a TV show. Like just great writing. And Jason Sudeikis character is if there is a real 
uh, a real Ted Lasso somewhere in this world, I would love to know him and befriend him and have him at everything I do because his character is just, is just so lovable. It's just, it's such a good character and the way he pulls it off, it's, he's funny, he's sincere, he's, he's uh, inspirational really in everything he does. And he won the golden globe for it, didn't he? Oh, did he? Oh, good. I think so. Yeah. I remember it was like a uh, little viral moment because he was at home and he looked really stoned when he won (laughs) and he was sporting his Ted Lasso mustache, but, Oh, good. But yeah, he like he had the very very pink eyes. Oh, okay. very well, that's very. Uh, he definitely did not plan on winning. That's for sure. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, well, he, uh, his his character, by the way, Ted Lasso is uh, is Southern, mm-hmm. and obviously, maybe not obviously, Jason Sudeikis is not. But he pulls off a, a Southern. I guess it's not I that hard. I think he's. Uh, well, he's from Kentucky. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Well, then it wasn't hard for him. Then. Matt, you know nothing about this show, and I know no. everything. <laughs> Am I pronouncing Sudeikis correctly? Give me his lineage. You did get that part right. <laughs> well, I, I what very else highly can I tell you about it. this show. You like. yeah, right? Jeez. Um. Anyway, that's I, that's that immediately jumped to just one of my my favorite shows probably ever. It's a great great show, and I'm glad I I tuned in recently because. Uh, I guess it was released, I want to say, within the last two years. And I just found out season two will be here on July 23rd. So, um, oh, there's only been one season? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it wow. was uh, t- eight, eight or I don't remember if it was eight or 10 episodes, but it's only, uh, each one's only about 30, 33, 35 minutes long. And uh, it's, I mean, there's, there's not a lot of, if I get any time nowadays, like any time to myself and I'm not eating, I will, uh, or working out. Well, I should just say eating. Cause that comes before. Working. I was say, I've <laughs> dropped the ball with working out as yeah, well. <laughs> I got to get on that. Um, I will, I'm, I'm usually like, if I have any free time, like before bed, uh, which is never, I will maybe play a little Xbox for 30 minutes, hour at most. And, uh, so, it, and, and yeah, if I'm playing you and lose, yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, uh, I, I don't really watch TV unless it's something specific that is like live sports or something. Uh, but I could not stop watching that. I could not stop. I'm like, okay, one more. Fine, one more. And so I recommend that highly. The other one I watched uh, all of, which was pretty good, was Jupiter's Legacy. Have you heard I of that one? I saw, yeah, I saw it was like in the top charts. And... I watched the preview and I said, no, thank you. Yeah. Good call. It was good. <laughs> I liked it. I, I watched it all the way through. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. it. It's not, it didn't instantly become one of my favorites like Ted Lasso, but I enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, a new, a new take on a, a superhero genre, if you will. Yeah, I will. I'm trying to think of the last sh- scripted show that I watched. Frasier. Yeah. It was that long. It was almost that long ago. I think it might have been Game of Thrones. Uh, I never I watched know. that one. You what? Right? <laughs> I don't watch scripted shows. So <laughs> how have you not seen Game of Thrones? To be honest, I watched. I want to say the first three episodes. I uh, I'll, I'll go with that. And 
I, I was, I was like, okay, I'm kind of getting into this. But then as soon as Ned Stark was killed, I was like, forget this. I'm done. Well, and that was like, what, three alert. episodes spoiler in? Spoiler alert. Yeah. No. For, for this uh, thing released. No, man. It was ago. actually episode nine that happened. Yep. Was it really? I know I didn't get nine episodes in. So maybe I foresaw that. Maybe. <laughs> They're just going to start killing off all the main characters. I better stop. I don't know if you saw the comment, Brandon. <laughs> it was like top 25 things Br- Matt doesn't know about. <laughs> things Matt doesn't know about. I did see that. You would great win. game. Yeah. yeah. Walt Disney. Uh, <laughs> I think we've mentioned Walt Disney on every single episode yep. of our pod. And Don LaFontaine. Yep. All right. Well, uh, you mentioned that uh, something about a comedy show. You wanted to talk about comedy shows. What 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 brings up the 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 theme of comedy for you? So, comedy is basically my favorite thing in the world. And I thought that we one thing that we could chat about is um, the best comedy show or I should say live comedy show we have ever been to. Mm-hmm. And I, I have quite the story of one that was just absolutely fantastic. Um, okay, so so uh, many, many years ago, I think not long after I graduated from college, around 2006 or seven, uh, I heard about uh, a show going down at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood. Mm-hmm on sunset. Uh, and the main reason I wanted to go, this is the, this was around the peak time that Dane cook was at his highest level. He was, he was the it comic at the time. And I loved his comedy. Absolutely. Just some of that stuff was just at the time, just genius stuff. So I knew he was playing with a couple other, other, uh, people who, I didn't really know as well, but I'd heard the name. So I went with a couple of friends, got there super early. If you know anything about the Laugh Factory, it's it's uh, first come, first serve, unless you pay a ton of money. So got there super early. We uh, we were in the second row, second row from the stage. Um, the, uh, the comic that was basically hosting that night, one Mr. Joe Coy. You know oh, yeah. Joe Coy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, he's a fantastic comic. Really yeah. funny. Very funny. He was great host and this was this was before he was he's pretty big now he's pretty big now this was before he was really big it was the first i had heard of him but i remember the name because he was that good um uh so he he did a little stand-up first guy he brought up brought up brought up was harland williams oh yeah 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 so harland williams comes up he does uh he does a set pretty good sure not bad uh joe comes back out does a little more comedy then he introduces the one and only dane cook mm-hmm. dane slade like he uh tends to mm-hmm. joe comes out again he introduces uh oh brandon corrected me i i apologize to mr uh mr harlan, harlan. it's harlan williams i thought that was the d thought he liked the d thank you for correcting no. that. i'm sure everybody heard <laughs> heard that harland right i did call him harland Harland Williams. Um, I think it's fine, Brandon. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, so then Dane. Uh, and then after that was, I, and I wish I could remember. I'm sure somebody listening was there as well. Probably not. Um, but a, 
either a producer or a writer from Seinfeld. And no, it wasn't Larry David, but I don't remember the guy's name. He was tall and overweight, and he was kind of funny. He was okay. Okay. But he saved his in he saved face like crazy. Oh, I forgot to mention, by the way, this was the night before the Oscars. Uh, this was a Friday night, uh, I believe. Or no, no, no. Duh, it was a Saturday night. Oscars are Sunday. Uh, so this is the night before the Oscars. So there are a lot of stars that were in town. If they don't already live in Southern California, there were a lot of people in town. Um, and so uh, this this producer, whatever he is, says, all right, ladies and gentlemen, my my time here is done. I want to bring out one of my good friends who's here. He's going to be presenting tomorrow at the Oscars. Uh, he just wants to say a couple of things to you. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Robin Williams. Whoa. Oh, the late, the now late, great Robin Williams comes out and just the, like I've never seen at a comedy, uh, a comedy show, a crowd go crazier, obviously yeah, for, for anyone. And I mean, I, I was even speechless. He's, he's, I'm in the second row. He's right there. The Robin Williams, just that, that gleeful boyish energy that he has and he just he just absolutely killed it and the cool thing or i mean in addition to everything else i just said um the cool thing was he you know he threw out a bunch of jokes out there really good jokes but the ones he got the biggest laughs at we saw the next day at the oscars when he presented oh so he's yeah. doing a little uh prep work before yeah, exactly yeah. so that's uh that's just a story i always i love telling as boring as i made it sound it was actually uh just such a such a cool and just looking back now just what a priceless memory that is to not have the late great robin williams with us anymore to uh to know that i got to see him do live stand-up from from that close just uh it was an honor if i say so myself it was yeah, very cool especially like kind of in a smaller venue like that. Um, yeah. You don't really see guys, especially when he was like, cause I know when he toured, like he didn't really tour much um, after he kind of became a movie star, but whenever he yeah. did, it would be these big giant amphitheaters to So to see him in a, in a really intimate setting, that's a, that's really cool. Yeah. It was very, very cool. You have any fun stories like that? Beat that. Uh, I don't know. I don't have anything like that. Um, one thing. Well, uh, I will mention I did try stand up comedy right before. What? Yeah, I was uh, attempting it right before the pandemic. And so we have the helium comedy. Uh, I think it's helium comedy store is what it's called. Um, and they do open mic nights every Tuesday. But they're really hard to get in uh, because there's about like 130 people that sign up. Uh, every Tuesday oh, geez. and they, okay. and they still put on like, they put on like 30 of those people a night. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, so I attempted that, but um, I don't know. Do you, when you worked at Hill street cafe, did you work with uh Steven Randolph? Yeah, I did. I still chat with him sometimes uh, on uh, on Facebook every so often. I follow him too. He's he's doing big things over at uh, yeah, like Laugh Factory and Comedy. Yeah, uh, I was say, I think he's a regular at the comedy store. Yeah, he is, and I, yeah. I'd love to see him his stuff because he's he's got a big following now, and he gets uh, he has a podcast as well. 
uh, I believe. And he gets a lot of uh, a big name, big comedy names yeah. in there with him. So, yeah, he's doing big things. Yeah, I don't. I don't know him that well, but I I know him through the mutual friend that we had. Um, and so um, while he was working at Hill Street Cafe, I know he was doing he was basically setting up his own open mic nights. Um, and I remember specifically one uh, that I went to. Um, he was doing it. He was actually doing it at the Hill Street like manager's like new restaurant in Pasadena that they tried. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah. those guys were the worst. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he had an open mic night going on there, and I c- could have sworn to God uh, who went up on stage and it was when she was completely unknown um, was um, uh, Eliza Slushing Slushinger Slushinger Schlesinger I think Schlesinger and yeah. uh, and uh, what's your face uh, Nikki uh, Glazer Nikki oh, Glazer went up as she's well she's huge now yeah she was and this was this would have been back in 2008 I think so nice. this was uh, before those two broke out so that was really kind of cool like just going back because I remember those two were the funniest ones of the night I think Nikki Glazer was like just absolutely killed I thought yeah, she great. was she was amazing so that's really it I mean I, I don't really go to comedy shows that much I don't like crowds mm. which is yeah, weird that I would, which is weird that I would try to do stand-up comedy uh in a crowd. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not sitting by him, then. That's true. I'm just getting <laughs> judged by all of them. Yeah, good to know. Also, that uh, your stand-up apparently created the pandemic. So, well done. <laughs> Might as well have. I know. I the first time I did it, I did it at a uh, at a different bar, and it actually went pretty well. And then I did it a couple times, and then when I finally was able to get up on stage on helium, uh, I think my first joke landed. And then I remember just being completely surprised that my second joke just fell completely flat. And I was just, I was so thrown off for the rest of my set. And then I got Uh, cut off because you only have three minutes. And then apparently there's a light that blinks. And I did not see this light because it was blinking. And then next thing I know, I'm talking and my mic is completely cut off. Oh, thanks everybody. Oh, I'm louder than you. Yeah, it was terribly (laughs) awkward. I remember thinking, I'm like, I'm going to take a week off and then I'll go back. But that week off was March, the week of March 17th of uh, 2020. Yeah. So you celebrated, you celebrated your one joke landing by eating a bat. And, uh, <laughs> and then here we are <laughs> eating a bat or going to the lab. I don't know. We don't know what it's. We don't, <laughs> we don't know. Just all off. Uh, uh, is it? Do we have Brandon? Brandon, is it time for our game? Or are you still eating? Is yes. it dessert? Ooh, yeah, I'm 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 here. I'm just uh, here at In and Out uh, as per my <laughs> my background image. Um, yeah. It's delicious. It's delicious here. I don't know if I don't know if you guys have eaten a burger at this place. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. It, it, we used it's, to. It's just so great. These burgers at In and Out. You can get burgers and fries. Just there. Let me just describe this burger to you. Okay. It's got lettuce. It's got a bun. It's got burgers. Brandon, Brandon Matt's got to go to bed. We gotta, we gotta speed this up. <laughs> I, 
yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I am, I am here. I am here, and I let's let's play it. Let's play a game. But first, I want to I want to make a correction to Matt's correction. Harland does have a D in it, and uh, oh, I knew it did. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't listen to my chat after I I made him correct himself the first time. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought I thought you were just giving me crap for for me oh, you, saying there was a d in it you wish i was giving you crap for that no man no Mm-mm. oh, oh well, uh oh, there is a d by the apologies way apologies uh, to him if he listens so yeah apology denied by the way <laughs> uh one thing that robbie left out of, of his story uh for stand-up was he saw robin williams at the helium uh club too it's just it's just weird crazy oh yeah really start the pandemic we have the same exact story oh god oh god no oh, brandon just fell oh, oh my god that's oh, what geez. it looked really that's oh, what it really god. looked like it really looked like you just straight uh, fell just thought you just ate shit right now. my feet in the in and out parking lot <laughs> my phone is not stable here on this desk right now i'm still i'm still uh moving at, around you mean at in and out <laughs> at in and out uh at the in and out parking lot yeah, yeah. they're like where you parked your desk sir please can you get your desk out of here like, I drive a 2021 desk. I'm parked. <laughs> it's got a remote start. Um, Engine's not running. Sorry. I'll, I'll, as soon as it starts running, I'll get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a pencil sharpener. I called. I called. A, I called the tow truck. Uh, a, co- a tow desk. Um, all right. Well, let's get this started. Uh, t- you guys were talking about comedy a little bit earlier, and guess what? Today is all about comedy. Today, I'm giving you Ooh. the 25 greatest comedy films of all time, as rated by Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, Billy Madison. So I can assure you, I haven't seen this list. So don't worry, Matt. It's fine. <laughs> don't, Brandon. I don't believe you. Don't worry, Brandon, Matt. Post the link. Post the link. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sent it to you on email. Okay, that's what that was. Okay, <laughs> I can hear you all. Uh, well, uh, let's see. I don't, I don't know who I, I picked last time, so I'll just go with Robbie. Uh, what, what's, uh, what's your first pick here on 25 greatest comedy films of all time? So I'm going to go old school because I think Rolling Stone is probably going to consider a lot of the classics. And I'm going to go ahead and say Animal House. Ooh, Ooh that's up there. Animal House. Animal House is an excellent pick, and Animal House is number four on Rolling Stone's Oof. top top twenty five. Oh, okay. starting off with a whopping five points. Matt, on nice. to you. Thank you. Okay, I think I'm gonna open up a a can of uh, movies from the same uh, maker of films, and I'm gonna start with one of my favorites of all time. Blazing Saddles. <laughs> Blazing yes. Saddles. Uh, the, the great Gene Wilder, Mel Brooks film. It is number one on oh, Rolling Stones wow. all time. Nice. Top 25 yes. comedy films. Uh, excellent. Sweet. Great start. Great start, Matt. Oh, you're great you're guess. beating Robbie by one point now. Uh, since like that, that, since like that top that. spot is worth six points versus the five. Uh, okay. Nice. Robbie, back over to you. I'm going to shoot for the top five. I'm going to say Caddyshack. Oh, Caddyshack. (sighs) Caddyshack is an excellent, excellent pick. It is not in the top five, though. It just it just misses a top five and it is number six. Oh, all right. Not bad. Not bad. Not a not a bad, not a bad guess. Pretty close. Pretty close game so far. Six to nine. Sixty nine. Matt to Robbie. All right, Matt. We're ready. Okay, let's go with um, uh, arguably the the most famous 
uh, the most famous film from this troupe. Let's go with Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, all right. You you, you got it. Uh, what is the troupe name? Uh, Monty Python. Uh, <laughs> I, I almost got gotcha. you. I almost got gotcha. you. Oh, that was close. I should have thought something funnier. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's. Um, McDonald's. <laughs> Monty Python. Mickey Mc- Mouse Club. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, number three in the top Oof. top twenty five. Matt, oh, you are killing it. It is Damn. now eleven points to Matt to Robbie's nine. Robbie, back to you. Nice. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with probably my all time favorite comedy, and I'm gonna say Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, okay. excellent. Of course, of course, Dumb and Dumber is on is on this list. Uh, it is in the top ten. It is number nine. All right. Mm. Wow. Uh Robbie, and I need Matt to just do one of his classic Matt guesses right now. I'm probably about to. I'm <laughs> yeah. probably about to. He really, he really, yeah. he really needs to. Matt, go go ahead. Well, I won't say Billy Madison, my favorite. Um, yeah, I want to guess one, and, and I'm I don't know why I'm going to do this. Okay, I'm going to guess a, a somewhat newer one. It's it's kind of a cult classic now. Uh, I think it was released within the last ten years. Let's go with Super Bad. Super Bad. Okay. All right. Let me let me let me take a let me take a look. Uh, you you <laughs> you lucked out. As a matter of fact, Super Bad is on this list. It is number twenty five. Okay. <laughs> you oh, you, yeah. ba- you barely, barely you barely <laughs> got list. it on there. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. But but uh, with that with that little shift in dynamic, you now have twelve yeah. points to Robbie's thirteen. Robbie is is in the oh, lead. Geez. This will be Ooh. Robbie's fourth guess, so uh, okay. he has slight, a slight advantage on you now, Matt. Robbie, over to you. Okay. Brandon, is this one of your lists that were was made in two thousand like thirteen? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was in twenty fourteen. But but trust trust me when I say that no list from 2014 I on. Saying, I don't think no, I don't think there's actually been that many good comedies in the last probably like five six no, years anyway. Probably not. Uh, very 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 few very few. I mean there you know uh, some of the uh, wet hot American summer uh, prequels <laughs> and sequels those were those were good. But uh, yeah okay. Uh, David no, Wayne David Wayne films are, are great. All right. Um, I'm gonna go the same kind of time as uh, as Matt's guess. I'm gonna go with the 40 year old virgin. Oh, I was so, thinking that too. Boom, boom, boom. Yep, you got it. 40 year old virgin, number 16 on this list. All right. All oh, right. okay. Steve Carell and his his hairy chest. Yeah, <laughs> okay. very Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> um, Matt, oh, it's, okay. getting, it's getting getting down to the wire. Um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the theme that I was trying to go with before. Let's go with spaceballs. Oh, spaceballs! You're sticking with the Mel Brooks theme here. Yeah. Uh, spaceballs oh, is screw. not on the top oh, twenty-five list of all should time. Should be. It's so funny. Uh, you know, I mm. like spaceballs when I was a kid. Um, and then uh, it's not, it's not one of Mel Brooks's best. I'll just, I'll just say that in retrospect. Yeah, it's still hilarious. Well, that's still absolutely hilarious. That's where, it's, that's where it's not in retrospect. Okay. Uh, <laughs> moving on back to Robbie. Robbie, Matt. this is your, this is your last guess. You have 15 back to you, Mr. Robbie. All right. So I think Matt made a huge mistake because 
he gave me the hint of picking a Mel Brooks movie, and uh, I'm going to shoot for the top five. I'm going to say Young Frankenstein. Oh, <laughs> damn it. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> You're shooting for the top five. When you shoot for the moon, sometimes you hit it. It is number five in the top 25. Bing, bang, boom. Matt made, as uh, people in the Star Wars prequels uh, fan club say, a general grievous error. (laughs) That's wonderful. Uh, Yeah, kill me now. Nerds. Matt, back to you. (laughs) This is your your, uh, final, final guess. Uh, there's no way you're gonna you're gonna win, but uh, you know, oh. good 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 chance for a uh, one. Give us a Matt answer, please. Just say <sighs> don't say Billy right. Madison, please. I will um, quit right friggin' now. <laughs> well, uh, knowing that knowing that I can't win, I was gonna say that. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, it's a classic. I I think in in his his. Uh, oh no, I know what I'm gonna go with. Oh my god. Um, one of my favorites of all time. Let's go, John Hughes. Let's go, Airplane. John Hughes. What? What is it? Now, didn't he do that? It's, he's not John. I don't think it's John Hughes. No. <laughs> oh no. No, that's. <laughs> there we go. edit this out. There we edit this out. No. No. It's, no, it's, no. A, it's a was, Zucker Brothers. I was man. waiting for that. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Damn waiting for that the entire game. The Zucker, yeah. the Zucker Brothers, aka uh, the Naked Gun folks, aka yeah. Kentucky Fried Movie. I was about folks. to say Naked Gun actually. But then I, I was thinking Leslie Nielsen, so I want yeah. the airplane. Give Zaz the credit, all right? Airplane. Zuckerberg. It is number two on the all-time oh, top yes. 25. I mean, not that it matters. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Congratulations, Robbie. You win another week. The final Back score. On top. The, the final score is 20 points to Robbie, 17 points to Matt, because he screwed the pooch with a Spaceballs guess. Spaceballs screwing the pooch for years and years. <laughs> the, Sh- the Schwartz was not with me. <laughs> no. Uh, well, 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 my friends, thank you for having me. Thank you for another wonderful episode. And I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Brandon. Bye. Thank you, Bring Brandon. this minute out. And it not sound so fucking good. Ah, damn it. How do you always beat me at these things? Ah, well, you know, it just shows that all is restored in the universe. Yeah, that's a, yeah, I mean, I had a bad week last week, and I think it probably all started with uh, you winning last week's game. So now oh, everything yeah. everything is correcting itself, and I can find happiness once again. Okay, prepare for a good week, then. Thank you. And not for me. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean for that <laughs> part to happen, but it's destined to happen. Yes. All right, Matt, uh, any parting words before we conclude episode eight of Running the Bases? Oh, geez. Uh, no, no. Good time as always. Um, I, I'm happy I got to talk that that comedy story that I made way too long. I'm sure I could have condensed that and it would have been ju- a lot better. I uh, got my point across, but uh, no, that should be it. Uh, if you want to find me, go to Twitter. Find me at Soup or Sizemore and Facebook, Matt Sizemore, K-I-V-I. Uh, and that's mostly it. How about you? Uh, that's all I want to say. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SmartAskU27. And then you could also find me on Instagram at RobAskU29. Uh, and also too, if you, what, what do we do? Oh, Hey, are you, are you, 
Oh, are you just making faces? Hey guys, no, I'm 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 oh. back. I'm back. I I I thought this was important enough to jump in and interrupt. No, Spaceballs is number six. <laughs> no, no, nope, incorrect. Oh. Uh, no, I you know I just I wanted to make sure that we I jumped in there and say thank you to the folks who who've been reviewing you guys who've been loving your show. Oh, yeah, and yes. and and also to Ginny over there on on Twitter, uh, who is the best? I and I've I've said that she's the best. And and yes. damn you guys for 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 saying otherwise. Don't say is otherwise. It yeah, Ginny? is it Ginny? Yeah, it's Ginny. It Ginny? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Ginny. I, I know. I, I don't know Ginny. why. I, ju- I was pronouncing it Guinea. <laughs> why? Every time why I just would saw that the name. First thought. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever known anybody in your life named Guinea? I don't know Isn't anyone named like Ginny. A... I know <laughs> a Jenny. I don't know a Ginny. <laughs> but when. Guinea? Yeah. I don't know. It's like an Irish, like a Celtic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like in, like like in Forrest Gump. Oh, that's Guinea over there. <laughs> I love well, I you, suppose, Guinea. I suppose I know her, and that's. But I still don't think I'd look at that name and then see her and be like, "Yep, Guinea." I'm gonna go with Guinea. There it sounds much more realistic uh, than Ginny. Well, well, thank you. Well, Ginny. they don't call them Ginny pigs, so I don't know. <laughs> they also don't spell it G I N N Y pigs. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, anyway, a valid point, Brandon. Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for everybody who's reviewed us and listening so much. And thank Please you, Guinea. Thank, thank you. Ginny <laughs> and Guinea. Both. Both yes. of them. <laughs> that, that should conclude this. That concludes today's <laughs> podcast of Rounding the Bases. I'm Robert Askew. I am Matthew Sizemore. Take care and good luck. I'm Guinea. See you next time. Bye-bye.